daily podcast where we discuss movie tombstone minute by minute. We are on minute 119 today. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined with me as always, my good friend, Joe. Welcome, everyone. Yeah, we are uh, 119, and in this minute, Doc Holliday dies. Um, Terrible. Why do they have to show it? Before... Yeah, I'm with you. I would prefer if they didn't show it. Um, just because there's sort of like a quietness of um, Wyatt kind of walking out, and, and you know, we could have just seen a long shot of Doc instead of seeing it. I'm happy. But I will say this before we before we dive into Doc's death. I just want to sit and cover his feet. It drives me crazy that yeah, his fix feet are his out. Blanket. Come on. <laughs> Why didn't Wyatt do that? Joe, I promise the, you, if the, I ever see you and you're in rough shape, I will I will make sure your feet are covered. Thank you. That's good bedside manner. <laughs> uh so Wyatt tells Doc. Thanks for always being there, Doc. That's kind of how this ends, which I I enjoy that he says that. I believe, uh, looking real quickly at the uh, at the script here, um, when uh, White starts to speak, uh, but Doc raises a frail arm to him, and Doc says, "Never mind, Wyatt. I know. I feel the same way." So, which ending? Which way do you like better? Do you like him saying? Um, that you're always there for me, or do you like uh, him not saying anything and Doc just telling him that he knows and he feels the same way? Uh, the movie is better. I agree. I think it's it's nice to finally have Wyatt. This is the most he ever expresses emotion through this movie, right, at this point? Although it would be nice to have somebody cut him off for once. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. And then he walks out. We see, once again, Doc's feet are uncovered. And uh, he sees the uh, package or whatever um, White had given him. And uh, it's not any of the things we thought. It is a book. And the book is My Friend Doc Holliday. Um, Joe, I think it's pretty selfish of uh, Wyatt to give Doc a book he knows he won't be able to read. <laughs> Could have. Maybe give that to him a little earlier. Like, can you imagine if I was like, Plus if someone's a story, like, uh, and a story he already knows? <laughs> well, I mean, even though, even that, can you imagine someone be like, I wrote a book all about you, and they it's hand it to you when you have like eight, eight seconds left to live, and you're like, oh, well, sh- what'd you write? What's this actually about? If you, I would you read wrote it? a book called My Friend Rob, whatever your last yeah. name is, I don't know if that's been made public knowledge. Uh, you wouldn't just be moved to tears by the fact that I wrote the book in the first place? Because I think that's the but point. I'd want, I think in our relationship, I would want to read some of it and see what you said. <laughs> uh, Joe, is there an audio version of this? Like, he I didn't have a chance. To to... two times speed. <laughs> he didn't have a chance to look at it. The, like, let's say you gave me a book, right? My friend Rob, and I opened it, and the first page just said, he was special. <laughs> And then, like, it was just page after page of you, like, owning me and and, and mocking me. You know? I'd want to check to make sure. <laughs> well, I think he had time to flip through it really quick. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. He looks at it, and he di- he dies. Now, while we're on the subject of this book, I want to point out, this book is fictional. This book never existed. That said, 
Joe, apparently some guy wrote a book called My Friend Doc Holiday just to capitalize on this, but it's just a fictional version of the book and the fictional movie Tombstone that is somewhat based off real life. Hmm. And I it's on Amazon. I found it and the reviews are not good. Two people were <laughs> sad that it's not actually written by Wider. Uh, and then we see Doc again, and he says, I'll be damned. This is funny. Which are his last words. Those were his last words. Um, do you know why those were his last words? Um, no, I do not. Okay. Well, this is a little different than what I, I said earlier last minute with Jim, but um, this is the other story of how he died. Like I said, I think he actually died in a hotel, but in the sanatorium one, as he lay dying... Doc Holliday is reported to have asked the nurse attending him for a shot of whiskey. When she told him no, he looked at his bootless feet, amused. The nurses said his last words were, this is funny. He always figured he would be killed someday with his boots on. Um, and so Holliday died at 10 a.m. on November 8, 1887. He was 36 years old. Now, in the book, which is the script thing, it's sort of, uh, a little more clear on why he does that because stop calling it the script it's based off the script it does the book it doesn't matter it says based upon the screenplay yes so In do the, i do it, we call this book the movie it's based on the movie the script <sighs> i just think it's insulting to the screenwriter he says in the book, based on the screenplay, he says, I don't have my boots on. So he makes it a little more clear. Uh, That's in so the book. dumb. Why do you read from this book? I'm at just, it. <laughs> Who cares? Hey, don't, worry. don't worry. This is page 213 of the book. There are 219 pages. <laughs> We're almost done. We could have done page by page of the, of this instead of the wanna, uh, yeah, minute by minute of the movie. You go find somebody and you do that podcast. <laughs> Tombstone novelization page by page. Uh, why, uh, Wyatt, in real life, uh, Wyatt Earp did not learn of Doc's death until two months afterward. Can, can I interrupt you? I'm going to. I don't. Okay. Why doesn't the nurse just give him some whiskey? He's going to die. Who cares? Maybe they don't have any. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Do you go to? Do you ever go to hospitals and ask them for whiskey? Do, do you think they have any? Why don't they just like fill a little shot glass with water, water, or apple juice, or something? And lie to just him. Just say it's whiskey. Yeah, they probably have laudanum there. Yeah, they probably have laudanum. I just think, like you know, let him die the way he wants to go with a little whiskey. If I if I was on my deathbed and I asked you for, for a I'm trying to think of like a shot that we have a relationship with, but I guess we you don't what do would shots you ask anymore. For? Yeah, what would you ask? Like for? my last my last drink? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. Um <laughs> uh, I I think I would if I was dying, I'd probably be a little afraid, a little anxious, and uh, a nice glass of red wine I find very relaxing. I would like mm. that. So your death could be recorded in a movie <laughs> pre-World War One. Yes, it would. Pre-World <laughs> War Two. 
when like whenever someone drinks white wine on film, they just don't appear like they're a vampire. It just doesn't show up. Yep. Yeah, a lot of I actually don't have an answer for um what I would want. Uh um, can that it sounds like too stressful to ask, to be honest. I'd ask for a menu. Do you have a cocktail menu so I could <laughs> choose something? Um Rob, I know this might be the last time we talk and I'd really love to have a drink with you. What what can I get you? Oh, I don't know. I'll whatever just have whatever having. you're having. <laughs> Put the pressure on you. Can I can I get a frozen margarita, peach flavored? <laughs> the most obnoxious drink you could think of. All right, well, I'll go start crushing I, some ice over there. I'll be back in about 15 minutes. Uh, my uh, wife and son and I were going to go get dinner today, and uh, we were walking in, and my son asked if they have little cocktails here. <laughs> because <laughs> when we, if we go to like a bar or somewhere that has drinks, we will get him a kitty cocktail, but he refers to them as little cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I get a little a cocktail? Embiid. Yeah, I'd like my son to have a Joel Embiid, please. Uh, one more fun fact I have here on on Doc Holiday. He's buried in Linwood Cemetery, um, which is in Glenwood Springs, um, but they don't have records of where in the cemetery he's buried. So they put a monument like in the cemetery, mentioning that he's buried in the cemetery. But the birth year was wrong on it, so then they had to replace it with a new one. Jeez. Which I think, and, like, the story... And again, this is where? Of, this is at this the is in, place where um, he actually didn't die? Well, so he died in Glenwood Springs. Oh, but okay. But it was there's dispute on if he died, if it's a sanitarium or okay. if it was in a hotel. I like to think he died in a hotel. I think that probably makes... I think he'd be too stubborn to go to the, host- the sanitarium. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, but I think the whole story of this monument and his grave is everything you need to know about the Old West, right? Like, hey, he's here somewhere. We thought we knew the year, but it was wrong. We have a different year now. We're we're not really sure. Like, that's essentially the Old West in a nutshell, right? Yeah, I was just in um, Amsterdam, and Rembrandt is buried in a uh, by, ch- by a church in Amsterdam, but it's it's an unmarked grave. So oh, I, really? And I, I didn't go there, so I'm not sure if they know which grave it is, but it just happens to be unmarked, or if he's just buried somewhere in that cemetery. Yeah. And yeah, I remember it was you a just, little bit more, you bring more your flowers quite a bit more just, famous than Doc Holliday. You just bring flowers and throw them, and anywhere they land in the cemetery is fine. <laughs> well, I mean, it's to the dead, it means the same. Yeah. Uh, do you have in anything else In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> And do I have anything else in this minute? Uh, I was glad yes. you brought up that he should have fixed the blanket. Thank you for that. Yeah. But I guess they had to have his feet out so they could make this line yeah, about Yeah, they do the let. Yeah, you're right. So, you know. Well, that's It the, still bothers me. The last we see of Val Kilmer aside from when they weirdly walk towards the camera right before the credits. So, thank you, Val, yeah. for your great work on the film. Yeah. Um. I, <laughs> It, it, we I like to follow Tombstone on Twitter, like the term and Tombstone movie and stuff. And it's crazy how much people are. And I felt I used to feel the same way. I actually don't know who won it. We should we'll talk about that during the credits. But how many people are like, how did he not win an Oscar? 
And when I was younger, I felt the same way. Like, I don't understand how he's not best supporting actor. Um, I think if the, if the movie came out today, I think he'd have a better chance at it. I think so, too. I uh, think we've sort of learned that sometimes to be like Hollywood's and all the Oscars are maybe improving on not being so stodgy and being like, hey, what's memorable? What are performances people will talk about 10 years from now? Yeah, and that's one thing like, Roger Ebert mentioned in his re- – well, again, you, like you said, we'll be talking about reviews and reactions and stuff uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah. So we'll wait on that. Um, well, I don't have anything else in this minute. Uh, we're kind of – I'll be honest. We're sort of running out of survey responses for me to talk about. So I will ha- I'll bring this one thing up. I'm just going to ask you this. I think I know the answer. But we have had some um, people say – that they wish we had merchandise, Joe. Mm-hmm. Tombstone Minute merchandise. Um, we could do that. We well, have some I, awesome- I, I, I saw you buy you bought your own merch <laughs> to distribute last Friday. Did, oh, my god! Have gosh. you told the listeners about should, that? Yeah, we should share the story. Um, Joe and I were in a golf fundraiser um, a few days ago, and I thought it would be so hilarious if i were to uh i went to buy i needed new golf balls i i i lose golf balls uh on the course from time to time and i like using orange wilson golf balls and i went online to order them and i'll be honest i may have been golfing and i might have been in a golf cart and i might have had a few drinks not not that many actually but a couple and i did this all from the golf cart um uh, a, a previous time I was golfing and I was like, for only $3 more, I can get personalized Wilson orange golf balls. So I did it and I ordered them. And on these golf balls, they said tombstone minute, a MXM podcast because minute by minute is way too long to fit. Find us on iTunes because tombstone minute.com was too long to fit on one line. So I ordered 12 of these and um, we golfed in this outing, and I used these balls, and I was so proud of them, and I golfed poorly, and I'm not going to blame the balls, but I will say I quickly realized that I normally bought Wilson Pro Staff golf balls, which are like nicer 100 compression golf balls. These were Wilson Staff golf balls, which are more like for hitting balls at the range or for children. <laughs> So um, I can't think of anything better to put our podcast name on. So I picked exactly. up one of his balls and looked at it and was just ashamed of him. Unbelievable. And I will say that uh, two two parts of the story that are important for our listeners. One, we took last in the scramble. Um, I'm ashamed of that as well. And number two, putting things like that on your golf ball at least if you pay what i did and not and when i say what i did like very few dollars to have this done it will just wear off and within a couple hits of the golf ball it no longer says tombstone minute it looks more like tom minute because <laughs> everything <laughs> and just it also sort of wears is not off. effective as a marketing tool if you hit them into the water <laughs> no also not effective when they land in the water so that said um I have some Tombstone Minute golf balls. Maybe we could put up on the merch site if we build one. 
I, just you hear they're they're sent to you individually wrapped in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Can I get a case? No, I already lost four of them. Sorry. That would be the, the if we ever set up a Patreon, that would be like the lowest level. Like if you pay five dollars a month, we'll send you one of these golf balls. <laughs> they're all worn off. Um. I, I, I might look into it. I might look into uh, merch. I think our album art that Alina did is awesome. And I would, uh, you know, we could go on Tee Public and set up a store. And if people want to wear Tombstone Minute shirts, that would delight me. I don't know about you, Joe. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just don't. I wouldn't buy one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, that's like someone in a band wearing their own bands, you know. That's true. Um, all right. Well, well you. Th- uh, I mean, I'm not going to stop you from doing it. I guess. Oh, I know that. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll just uh, push forward, and uh, we have minute 120 tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, we we finish off the la- the third to last week of the show. Oh man, crazy. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>